Welcome to the Zeal Interestings podcast, where we discuss an interesting article or leak every week. I'm your host, Emma Castor, and my co-host this week is Alfonso Moreno. Welcome to the podcast, Alfonso. Hey, how's it going? So today we're talking about an article from Digital Telepathy about the UX of voice by Jason Amunwa. Alfonso, can you talk a little bit about the future of design with voice commands in mind? Right. So basically, we're, we're going to be talking about this invisible interface and how much it's grown in 2017. Awesome. That sounds great. So 2017 was a, a huge change for voice interaction. Like, what drove that adoption? So one of the first points made in the article was actually Moore's Law and that we software wasn't at the point where we could actually like compute like human language, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so basically Moore's Law is every, I believe every 12 months, the computing, according to Moore's Law, every 12 months, computing power would double. And I was actually looking into it and it's actually reached the point where now it's every 18 months. So it's slowing down. Wow. Yeah. So it's not going to go indefinitely. Right. So we're right. According, according to Moore's Law. Right. Right. So that's really cool. Like we're, we're reaching the point in computing processes that like we are way better and we're, we're not able to like develop as quickly. Right. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is actually, this actually reminds me of a, of a like a side topic, but I remember watching a TED talk where where it, it was on this specifically, and we are the theory is we are getting to the point where we won't humans won't be able to like advance like computing power, so we're gonna have to use the the computers we have to push you know like using the AI and everything to push that even further, interesting, to, like break the threshold essentially, huh? Um, so that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, yeah, and then another point that was made was that we just got to the point where parity with with human speech like is about ninety five or ninety four percent like accurate. Like yeah. computers can like transcribe like at a ninety four ninety five percent like rate. Wow, which is yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and so that's that's another huge like thing that's allowing voice to to really like have a presence. Another point was that a third of the global population actually owns a smartphone or has a device that enables that, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like two, three billion people now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like you think about like how many of those people are like not on their first smartphone either. Like some of us have been using this like since the iPhone came out 10 years ago. Right, right. So the adoption of all of these features like in our devices, like there are lots of people who are just like using them more, right? Right, right. Yeah. And sort of sort of to add on to that, the first and second point, I actually, so I remember having a Samsung Galaxy um, S3 years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I was using the uh, the Google Voice. I think it's the Google Voice Assistant. Yeah. The reason why I wouldn't use it was because whenever I tried to, it just like the parity wasn't there. Like the accuracy was not there. I tried it, actually tried it this morning on my S7 and it's, yeah, it's so much more accurate. And I hadn't, oh, yeah, wow. I hadn't tried it since then because I was just turned off because I was like, how, how are we supposed to use this? Wow. Right? Yeah, it, totally. It was incredible. It was incredible experiencing the difference. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the leaps and bounds that they've made in the last couple of years is just phenomenal. Right. Um, and I think Amazon in particular has done a lot with this, like getting Alexa integrated into so many of its proje- products. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like with the, the Echo Dot, the Fire TV Stick, just the regular Echo. 
the, even the Kindle or yeah, something. The Kindle yeah, Fire. Just all yeah. of their devices. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, it's becoming ubiquitous. And like now I think they put Siri in the newest, newest line of MacBooks, right? Oh, right, right. So yeah. like now it's, she's not just like an assistant, like on your cell phone. Like I think like, you know, it's in your laptop, Is it in your watch as well. Like the Apple watches. Po- possibly. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't own an Apple watch, but like it, I mean, the point is it's everywhere and it's just continuing to grow. Yeah. Like adding on to that was that basically Amazon for the most part has become the, not the standard, but like Amazon has become the most reliable um, like platform for cross device, you know, like use of, of a voice assistant. Interesting. Alexa is just everywhere, like across, you know, all the Amazon products. So like, this is not going away anytime soon. It's probably going to continue to get better. And right. what does that mean for designers creating products and features for voice-enabled devices? So one of the points was that words matter more than ever because you don't have the visual cues that you usually have when you're like interacting on the web. Mm-hmm. And so like, like words, they're, they're, they're squishy, like a, a squishy concept, right? And so, because people can, people use words and they can be, they can mean different things to different people. So we're going to have to figure out like a standard, standardized set of commands or, or, you know, um, yeah, just like a standard to, to across, I think it'd have Mm -hmm. to be across all voice enabled products so we can navigate essentially because, because can you imagine? Yeah. Like, (laughs) yeah. when. And like over, over what, like 25, 30 years of interacting with computers, like we have a set of icons and a set of like symbols that like, right. you know, all users have learned like, oh, if you click X, it's going to close something. If you hit an arrow for facing left, it's going to take you back to the place you were before. And like we adapt that a little bit, but for the most part, it's very consistent across all applications, across all platforms and whatnot. Right. And so developing that new standard for voice is like it's the next step, right? Right, right. Yeah, definitely. So it's it's going to be very interesting to to see how that plays out. I wonder if we'll see like any sort of like groups kind of coming up and defining that standard. Oh. Or if it'll just be like based on the the product creators and whoever makes the best product like and gets the most adoption, like yeah. their their like language set wins. So yeah, another point was since you don't have like the feedback of the visual, you're gonna have as a designer, you're gonna have you're gonna have to try to design the right questions to ask your users mm-hmm. on on how to how to navigate your product essentially. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So how does understanding the user's intent come in there? Right. Yeah. So one of the points was that you would use your product to basically collect data on your users' preferences, and so you would basically try to make it as conversational as possible. Mm-hmm. Just like we communicate now with each other. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You, so you'd want to make it as com- uh, conversational as possible and knowing your user's preferences. So when they ask you about like, like for, you know, the sushi, uh, the sushi example given. Yeah. yeah. The sushi example in the article. Right. Yeah. And so like they ask like, what's, where's nearby sushi or, and then so as your assistant knowing your preferences, it, they give you like, this sushi shop is, is two miles away. So if you'd like to walk or if you'd like to bike, here's another shop, right? So like knowing the user's preferences, you can design the, the voice product to, to make that experience better. Right. So it's basically just like asking a series of questions that's going to get us to the right answer, like a decision tree rather than like, you know, a list of menu options, um, like in a dropdown that you would have with right. the UI. Like oh, right. Yeah. It's just not practical to like list all of the options. 
yeah, like transferring one a set of design standards that worked for for one medium like directly over would not work, right? Right, absolutely. So the idea of like having a conversation with our devices, I think brings up a really interesting like idea of interacting with our devices or our like, you know, our digital assistants as people. Right. And this article like talked about that a little bit as well. What do you think about that? So basically like personalizing your your assistant. Yeah. So yeah. they so they talk about how you can or something that might be interesting was how you you having your your preferences, you can you can you would be able to maybe choose yeah essentially the type of voice assistant or like the way they language or the way they they speak and and they they also mentioned like a, a possibility would be to to give uh, businesses like the opportunity to personalize their how they present their brand with the voice assistant like a, a serious company or like a, a law firm or something they'd want to have maybe a more not as like flamboyant you know it's like out there um assistant or voice for their for their platform and so that yeah i mean there's there's so many marketing impli- implications with with stuff like that right and right. yeah so you could you could totally you could either reach for new markets or you could you could just like shut out your current existing users cuz if your voice yeah if the voice of your platform just doesn't like vibe with them then there's going to be a real problems yeah that's a good point i mean i think there's also like definitely opportunities for this to go like horribly wrong by like, you know, (laughs) (laughs) like excluding a large portion of of the population. Right. Um, But, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some trial by error in in that respect too. And like the value of like the nuance that can be communicated via voice, like as our, our AIs like continue to get better at like, you know, interacting with you like a person. um, I think that that'll continue to grow. Right. Right. Definitely. So do you have any closing thoughts or any things that you are hoping or expecting to see in the world of designing for voice? Yeah, so I I think going in the direction of being as conversational as possible is definitely the right answer. And I'm curious to see how how close to like human conversation we can get and how comfortable are we with like having this this AI just talk to us like our best friend or something, right? And I'm also curious to see if that's actually the best way to to communicate like with this AI or the voice, right? Yeah, and I it's I'm excited. Yeah, so am I. I think it'll be really, really cool to see how this technology continues to develop. Well, Alfonso, thank you so much for joining me today. It was really interesting talking about this. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thank you all for listening. If you enjoyed our podcast, we'd love for you to leave us a review. It really helps us to reach even more listeners and to share the learning and share the interesting. In between episodes, to catch more interestings, you can sign up for our newsletter at codingzeal.com slash interestings or follow us on Twitter at CodingZeal. Thanks, everybody. See you guys.